What's up, my bros? Welcome back to Messages with Mac. Right now, I have a vanilla matcha latte, but it's hot, so you can't hear the ice, but I'll try to do a little slurp for you. (laughs) But anyways, today I'm going to talk about my major takeaways from my major and my time at Ole Miss as a collegiate athlete. So first and foremost, my major was in exercise science and I got a minor in recreational therapy. And the reasoning behind picking that major was I wanted to have a major kind of that was like an umbrella major where it covers like a vast array of topics. So that way, if maybe I wanted to change my mind and focus on something else, like I knew with exercise science, there's a lot of different ways you could take it. So if I didn't want to go or pursue one route, I had a lot more options to pick from. And if my goals changed as well, then that was always open. And then in terms of my minor, this was like kind of last minute going into my freshman year, but I decided to do uh, the minor in recreational therapy because I was really interested in this type of therapy. And I also wanted to learn different techniques in terms of therapy for our future because I was kind of looking at maybe physical therapy or something within that realm. But now kind of getting into my major takeaways from my major, I have, and minor as well, I have five from my major and then two from my minor. So my first one from my major is that I learned that function follows form in the sense that I learned this in my anatomy class, but with this, like the anatomy of a muscle, bone, or tendon allows and helps an organism with their desired function, which in a lot of times it's just survival. So we learned definitely how that works through anatomy. And even in my kinesiology class, we learned about, uh, for example, the human thumb, which is a saddle joint. So that's the form of it. But the function of it is that it allows you to have an opposable thumb, which is very important as humans to have that type of dexterity and uh, ability to do that. And the second takeaway I would say is that all of our body systems are connected and I didn't really know that like I had thought growing up there we learned about them separately and we never learned about how they tie all in together so I thought it was cool to kind of put those pieces together and we also learned that hormones or your endocrine system play a large role in regulation. I did not know how much specific hormones played a role in like your cardiovascular system along with so many other systems as well and I can get into that in more depth at some point but I really enjoyed that part of my exercise physiology class and with that we also learned that the endocrine system works much slower or moves at a slower pace than your nervous system so that was a major takeaway and then I would say my third major takeaway is that there's always room to question different philosophies or what's believed and this kind of opens up the room or ability to conduct research so don't be afraid to ask why in your classes because I felt like and especially in my exercise physiology class but also in my exercise testing and prescription class there were kind of principles that we learned about that I was like why is that kind of a thing though so then I would kind of ask the professor and then they'd go into it in more depth. So I felt like I was able to kind of piece it together and gather more information from that. And I guess that kind of ties into like picking a major that you enjoy too, because you want to make sure that you're able to have those types of questions and enjoy 
the process of learning those things instead of just picking something because it looks good on a resume. Anyways, though, my fourth major takeaway is that our bodies really want to maintain uh, their own individual homeostasis. So each person has their own different type of homeostasis or what their body is kind of happy at, and they will try to do anything to auto-adjust or regulate this to maintain that homeostasis. So then the fifth and final major takeaway I took away from my major is that exercise is medicine and we learned this in my exercise testing and prescription class and we also learned about that there's a ton of different studies out there that show that even any form of movement is greater than being sedentary and this is for short-term benefits but also for long-term down the line so I thought that was very interesting because as a collegiate athlete at the time I was thinking like oh you have to have this much of movement in order to be considered healthy or da 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 or whatnot but any form of movement and especially movement you enjoy is so crucial and so that's also kind of what inspired my idea for moving with Mac but that's for a different topic but moving on to my the two main things that I learned from my recreational therapy minor is the first one is that how much that recreational therapy overlaps with other therapies within like the interdisciplinary team. So we learned about this team within one of the first couple of classes of the minor and I thought it was cool to think about how different therapists work together in a team and so in my head I was like oh to continue having a team later on in life like for future career like that's something really cool to think about because I grew up on different sports teams and then I was in a collegiate team at the time as well so very cool to learn about that and then the second major thing I learned from that or from my minor as well as how to create a therapy plan that is individualized for the specific specific patient so like an individualized or comprehensive individualized program plan is what we had come up with and so we went through multiple case studies and were given an example of somebody or um, a specific patient and then we had to come up with the individualized plan for them using the APIDE process which refers to assessment, planning, implementation, evaluation, and then one of the most important things but the D is for documentation. So I feel like that gave me a big basis for what I'll be pursuing on uh, this upcoming May at Jacksonville University Um, which will be occupational therapy. So all of that information was really good for me to know, but, and I'll be definitely using that later on in the future, along with a ton of other things I learned within my major, but those were just ones I really wanted to touch on. But with that in mind, though, there are a few study tips that I do have that help me to further gather this information. So I kind of wanted to share those with you guys as well, or just different things that helped me get through my undergraduate degree. So the first one is that uh, it's called the five by five rule. And so it means that if something's not going to matter in five years, do not spend more than five minutes worrying about it. And this helped me a lot personally get through testing and just kind of like little minute things that I'd get tripped up on because I'd be praying about them and like being overly stressed, like asking God for guidance, but also this philosophy of like, you got to just take a step back and get gain perspective which is also kind of what I feel like God was trying to voice to me as well as like 
just try to put your best foot forward and whatever comes of that, like just have peace at the end of the day with that. And so I think that helped me a lot, um, especially later on like freshman year and then continuing that those philosophies later on through the rest of my undergrad um just to not put as much pressure on myself too so that was a major thing and then the second tip that I have is um I don't know if it's the best thing but the philosophy of like brain dumping so in some of my like general ed classes like I knew I would not be using later on for exercise science or potentially graduate school I kind of just gather the information to take the exam and know it pretty well but then afterwards I would kind of brain dump it and focus on my classes that were in my major that I knew I needed to know the information so I guess this goes with my next tip of just allocating your time for what classes you enjoy but also like what you think are going to matter on later in life or what you're going to use the most because at the end of the day you're the one taking those classes and putting in the work. So if you allocate your time to, okay, I want to learn more about this subject or this class, like let me focus more on that instead of this class, like you'll still have those study resources to go back to later on. If you want to learn more about that one class, maybe you're allocating less time to, but that'll help you long-term just to have better foundation of knowledge that you need for a future career. So that's one thing that helped me. And then Another one was uh, to join study groups or go to like SI or uh, tutoring sessions, especially in classes that are a little bit more tricky or you know it's a subject that you struggle in because a lot of times it's just nice to know, for one, that you're not alone, but (laughs) another thing is just to talk to people through questions and hear what they're thinking because a lot of times if you're just studying by yourself, you get your own thoughts and you're just like, oh, like I need a new perspective. So hearing it from someone else definitely helps and just working through problems like Um, I went to multiple physics SI sessions because I didn't take physics in high school. So I just wanted to have more explanation, learn more about it because I knew I was going to need it for uh, biomechanics and for future classes within my exercise science degree. And so with that as well, I believe I went to biology SI sessions as well because I had to take an upper level biology and biology is not only my jam. So I was like, I'm going to put in the time here and try to get more practice questions and just learn more about it. And I think that those definitely help me excel in those classes or at least come out with like knowing that I put my best foot forward. And then my next tip is to figure out if you haven't already, but to figure out what type of learner you are. So whether that's auditory or hearing or something visual or seeing something or tactile or like kind of hands-on or feeling something. So in my case, like, I learned that I was a little bit of everything, but, which is good and bad, I guess, but things that definitely helped me were, like, seeing uh, diagrams, especially when it came to, like, anatomy or uh, exercise physiology of, like, systemic diagrams or the Wiggers diagram with your cardiac, like, everything going on. Like, it just helped me to see it and visualize it, draw it out, write it down. Um, But another thing that helped me, too, was hearing myself kind of teach myself things. So I would record myself almost in like a podcast form of going through my notes and teaching myself concepts I wasn't 100% on. And then like while I was walking to class or like while I'd be on the bike or something, I'd listen to my podcast, but in two times speed because I don't want to be there the whole day, you know. 
but yeah so that helped me and kind of it was reshaping my voice as it is now that I'm starting to kind of get into the podcasting but um it just helped me because I was able to say it the first time around and then hear it multiple times too and just kind of instill that information and then my next tip would be to plan or block out time to study because I know depending on what your schedule is like it differs for every student but I know student athletes too or even students that work or have additional extracurriculars you need to figure out times that work the best for you to just have time to solely study or work on schoolwork because there would be times where I'd oh like let me put on this Netflix show and while I have that going I'm gonna study for this and then uh, the studying didn't last very long and I get hooked onto a Netflix show. So I just know a lot of times for me, it was nice to either just hone in on the studying and like just focus on one thing at a time and allocate time. Primarily it was at night for me, but sometimes it'd be in between classes during the day where I would just review something real quick or do a homework assignment. But I think figuring out whatever works the best for you and your schedule, uh, the first couple weeks of classes is good just to get in a good routine and to try to stay consistent with that throughout the semester and then my next tip this kind of relates to one of my takeaways from the major but uh, my tip is to just not be afraid to ask questions because I feel like in class a lot of times I mean even I was initially of like being hesitant like if you're unsure of something or just want to learn more about something like the, the most professors love to receive questions because they're there because hopefully most of them are passionate about what they're teaching but if not then maybe ask them about their research or something you know they're more interested in but it's just cool to see them light up especially when they get to talk about a certain subject and you get to learn more about it and a lot of times if you have a question like somebody else in your class is thinking it too but they're too scared to ask it so just a good thing to keep in mind um And then as well, when it comes to response to questions from your professors, don't be afraid to be wrong. Like, at least you're putting yourself out there and you're you're trying to apply knowledge that you've learned. And so if you're wrong, then at least you'll learn from it. And that way, you know, moving forward before a question like that pops up, maybe on a quiz or an exam, like that way, you know, in advance. So definitely good to keep in mind there. And then my last study tip would be, to or school in general tip would just be to take advantage of new opportunities because I know a lot of different campuses have different things going on with and their uh, types of departments like whether that's like in your business school or your liberal arts school or journalism or whatnot but specifically at Ole Miss within the exercise science department or the Hurston or yeah yeah with the, the school of applied sciences we had a lot of different oper- or like unique opportunities to help out with multiple labs. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be able to volunteer for some studies, but also help out. And so it was just really cool to gain some of that research experience too. I don't know if that's the route I want to go in the future, but it's definitely nice just to have some of that experience under my belt and to be able to work with super great mentors and professors and heads of research within the realm of exercise science. Like, such a great opportunity and I think with that as well in terms of opportunities don't be afraid to go get involved in clubs or even go to conferences or meetings like just put yourself out there because you never know what you'll enjoy and like 
my philosophy, I guess, when it comes to, especially undergrad, but schooling in general is, like, you don't want to miss out on opportunities because you're, like, too scared to, like, take that jump or just at least go and, like, to an event. Like, you don't, like, a lot of times, like, once you're at an event or, like, something like that, like, you never really regret going. And if you do, then at least you know that. But a lot of times you'll meet people or you'll see people you already know and you're like, oh, I didn't know you are going to be here. So it's just a great opportunity to meet more people and kind of build connections at that level as well. So I feel like those are my major tips in terms of like for exercise science and recreational therapy and then some of my study or school tips. And then my last thing I wanted to touch on was some of my takeaways uh, as being a collegiate athlete and what are like, I guess, four major things that I kind of learned throughout my time there. So the first one is that comparison is the thief of joy. So in the sense that a lot of times as, I know as students, but even as athletes, and if you're in a team setting as well, you get you can easily get caught up in the comparison game of, oh, well, they're training like this and their times are like that. Like maybe I should be training like that or like, oh, like they they structure they're training around this or they're sleeping or da 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 or fueling or oh should I be drinking a noon hydration tablet or this or like just there's so it could get into the nitty-gritty real quick and what you really need to know at the end of the day is that everybody's different and so what works for somebody else may not work for you and so it you just need to be patient and figuring out what works the best for you and don't be afraid if no one else is doing that or if it's kind of against the grain because if it works for you at the end of the day and what your goals are in terms of like training or competing at the collegiate level then and that's like all you can ask for so that's one of the major things that I learned and then another one is to this relates to my relationship with God but to thank him within the highs and the lows of life but also within collegiate athletics because Unfortunately, I had probably more lows than I did highs in my collegiate, I guess, journey as an athlete. But the highs that I did have were really great and I think made up for some of those lows. And even if it wasn't my own success that I experienced as some of the highs, like some of my highest moments were getting to watch my teammates like either win NCAAs or PR or run amazing races like that just got me so excited for them because if I was injured at the time, like a lot of times I would try to go out to practices or workouts or just check in with people and just hear how their training's going. And so just to see all of that hard work come to fruition for them is so exciting. And like, I don't know, it's just a great environment to be in. So I thought that was super cool. And so I guess with the injury topic on the mind, um, I wanted to touch on my third point, which would be if you're injured or you're not able to compete at all, like in my view, it was harder for me to like, I guess, not do anything and just like sit around at home than going to practice. Like not every day because I would sometimes try to cross train during practice time or whatnot, but just to still show up for your teammates and support your teammates and Uh, because you are still part of the team at the end of the day so don't forget that and you're there for a reason and so I think that's just a great reminder of 
just try to still stay connected within your team. But you can also use that time to learn more about yourself too and the sense of maybe other passions that you have or things that maybe you didn't have much time for because you were training a lot harder. So, for example, like some of the things I picked up while I was injured was um, since most of mine were hip-related, I couldn't jump at all and I couldn't really do many crazy motions. But I figured out I was able to shoot a basketball as long as I just didn't jump. So my shot looks a little weird because I don't use my legs much because I'm not really allowed to squat or anything. Uh, So it's primarily arms, but um, I would say probably three or four days a week, I got into a routine of going to the basketball courts at our old apartment complex. I would just walk down the hill, bring my ball, bring some AirPods and some music and just shoot around practice some free throws, three-pointers, a little round-the-world action. And then eventually some of my teammates ended up coming out with me too. And so it was just fun to kind of share that with people. And it just helped me get into the zone in that sense. Um, And another thing I was able to pick up was Sudoku or Stoku. not really sure how to say it, but um, it's that number puzzle game where you try to fill in the numbers. And that just helped me a lot because... With the, a lot of the unknowns of my injury, I was leaving in God's hands. But having, like, I guess that Sudoku puzzle of, like, knowing that there's an answer to it was just kind of comforting to me of, like, whenever I would start it, I knew that, I mean, unless I started on a fiendish level one or super hard one, like, I knew that I was going to be able to finish, like, some of the easier medium ones. On a good day, maybe a challenging one, but... Um, so that was just comforting that I knew that I could solve that or like that there was going to be answers and the vast like time that I had so much uncertainty going on with what I wanted my next steps to be career wise or schooling wise, but also what I wanted to do injury wise or navigating that. And so that's one thing that I outlet that I had. I mean, obviously, on top of God and my relationship with him, but just something tangible to kind of work on, too, which was super cool. And then I also started trying to play or relearn how to play the ukulele. Still currently doing that. I mean, I can only do so much at once, you know, but um, so I think just those things. It's super cool just to find out other passions um, and things that you enjoy outside of your sport. And that just makes you a more well-rounded individual at the end of the day, too, so... That's what I learned primarily. And then the fourth thing that I learned with being a student athlete was that this kind of ties into when I was injured, but that you're not defined as your sport or as an athlete. So even though you're like, oh, yeah, I'm a student athlete, da, 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 like that doesn't define who you are because, I mean, for me personally, I define myself at the end of the day as a child of God. And so that's the only like title I would like to have but if you take on the persona of oh I'm only an athlete and then you become injured you kind of lose your identity and so um, an analogy that one of my good friends spoke about in uh, my fellowship of Christian athletes that I did through Ole Miss was say I mean I you can't really do this with running but take another sport for example like soccer so say you make soccer your identity or your foundation. So you take a soccer ball, you set it on the ground, you try to stand on it, right? That foundation suddenly is pretty quaky and you're probably not able to stand on that ball for very long unless you got some good balance. Um, So that kind of represents what it's like to 
make your foundation or your basis of your identity your sport. Instead of if you make your identity on God, you have a much firmer and stronger foundation than any sport or ball could represent. So I think with all of that in mind, those are the major things that I wanted to touch on with in terms of takeaways from my major and my time at Ole Miss. And I hope you were able to pick up some lessons or just good pointers throughout this episode because I feel like freshman Mac or even high school Mac would have appreciated hearing messages like this or just some tips and tricks along the way. So yeah, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and thank you for listening. Giving you a big energy hug.